Welcome to episode 5 of the Startup Scientist podcast. I'm your host, Dan Quintana, from the University of Oslo, and I'm here to talk about navigating and building your scientific career using a startup framework. Now, it's pretty clear that science is a marketing problem. And did you cringe a bit when I said the word marketing? Well, you shouldn't, because in science, we need to disseminate our ideas, both to other scientists and to the public, whether you like it or not. One of the most powerful ways you can spread your ideas is by using images. About two years ago, we published a review paper describing how intranasally delivered oxytocin can reach the brain. Although we didn't have a big budget at the time, we were able to afford the services of a scientific illustrator to put together a figure that showed this process at work. I had hoped that the image would boost the popularity of the paper, but before the paper had even been published, I got an email request asking if they could use the image. I thought to myself, how could they possibly have already seen this? But it turns out the person requesting this was one of the reviewers of my paper. Since then, I've seen many instances of people using this exact image at conferences and presentations. I've also reused the image myself with a few small alterations in two other additional papers. The reality is that images are much more attention-grabbing than chunks of text, both for the public and for other scientists. Scientists are time-poor. Unless they're really interested in the paper, they'll often just scan the abstract and have a quick look at the figures. With this being the case, you need to make sure that your figures are impressive. But what about the times that you don't have the budget for a scientific illustrator? Right now, I'm going to share three ways that you can make fantastic images and figures for yourself with no budget. The first is by using PowerPoint or Keynote if you're on a Mac. Now, the templates for PowerPoint and Keynote are getting really good, and there's a ton of flexibility, and these programs are easy to use because you already use them for your presentations. For a recent paper, a journal editor asked if I could add a schematic of the blood-brain barrier to a figure. Now, I could have asked an illustrator to do this, or used a schematic from another source, but I figured out I could do this in PowerPoint simply by being creative with shapes, colors, and shading. With a bit of work, you can do a lot of stuff. Now, the second way that you can do this is by using this new service called Canva. That's C-A-N-V-A. Now, I've just discovered this excellent service for putting together images. There's a ton of fantastic templates for creating images for Twitter, flyers for conferences, infographics, and figures for your papers. Now, these look really, really good. You're just going to have to check it out for yourself. Most of the images and the templates are free, but there is a very modest charge of about a dollar for some of these additional images and templates. And they also have a bunch of icons that you can use as well, and most of them are also free. Now, the third thing, or the third service that you can use is called Mind the Graph. Now, this is targeted specifically for scientists. Now, the figures aren't as slick as Canva. However, there's far more relevant content for scientists, so you may find it more useful. You can produce one figure for free, just to try it out, or you can pay $5 per month for unlimited images. 
Now finally, if you're looking for stock images online by Googling stock images, just don't. There are two problems with this approach. Firstly, good stock images, and I'm talking really good stock images, cost money. Oh, the images that don't cost that much money usually suck. And royalty-free images are either really old, which is great if you're a historian, or they're really bad. So here's where you go to. It's a website called unsplash.com. Here, you can find a ton of royalty-free images, and almost all of them are fantastic high-resolution images that you can use how you want. Just search for a keyword, and you'll usually find what you need. These images are great, especially for presentations for illustrating a point. Now that's all the time we have for today. Remember that if you're enjoying these mini-casts, tell your friends. You can follow the show's Twitter account via at TSS underscore podcast, and you can also like the show on Facebook. Just search the Startup Scientist Podcast. As well, as well as announcing new episodes, I also post some additional links on both Twitter and Facebook, so it's worth your while to follow these accounts. Bye for now.